1: Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we
0: You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still escape are.
1: Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell.
2: Thanks, Dave. And welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with a very special guest, uh, someone who's actually connected to one of our previous guests. And we'll leave you hanging for a moment. Be- <laughs> Before we get there and introducing her, I'd love to, of course, introduce my partner in justice, Miss Bonita Hopkins. Hey. Hey, Benita. Hello. Getting, getting ready for your trip, huh? Yes, I we're gonna am. We're going to talk a little bit today about that trip. I okay. want people to hear about what we're. We're going to be doing in Ghana okay. super excited about that yeah. and um, and but before we dive into that mm-hmm. and things that are going on with my phone which I feel like are directly related to the Ghana trip mm. and just things mm. that we need to be talking about in terms of modern day slavery internationally. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we do, we've got some awesome things that are going on in our community right here. That's right. In East Palo Alto. Uh, we have a young lady and that's what you know. your husband emphasized. My, my beautiful. I mean, he's always talk, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. We've got Dr. <laughs> Jackie Yancey, who has spent the majority of her career working with women who face domestic violence, homelessness um, and, 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 and parenting and alone really in. A single parent home, and 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 now she is the executive director of a program called New Creation Home Ministries in East Palo Alto. Welcome, Doctor uh, Doctor Jackie Yancey. Thank you for having me. Yay! <laughs> yes, we're so excited to have you. And um, and so uh, you have been, you know, as as I shared when your husband was on um, Pastor Yancey a couple weeks ago, um, it, you know, you have been um, really nestled into my life. Sort and t- and it's sort of like this special surprise that I didn't know was sitting there. Um, both you and your husband came to um, our church, uh, New Hope, and also Lift previous. And uh, uh, you know, I learned of the p- the friendship between Pastor Yancey and my husband, and of course had the wonderful opportunity to hear your husband preach. And, um, and I, you know, I thought that's where it was going to end, right? I was like, these are, this is an awesome preacher. This is a beautiful couple. Uh, really funny. So, uh, Pastor Yancey started off the, the message, which was a, a different kind of message, but he he made sure that we knew that the marriage bed was undefiled. Oh, I, I've never seen a pastor get to it that quick. And I was like, well, I said, you know what, Pastor Tim, we need to do that more. We need to, we need to teach on it. He said, no, leave that alone. We're newlyweds. We, we don't have the, the years in yet like these two youngins that we can go right in on that. But I just love that you guys, uh, you know, love marriage, yes. love mm-hmm. each other honor each other mm-hmm. and you're super smart and you know intelligent and, and 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 skilled and doctors and and making a you know a a a impact to the community both on the side of of, of you know your husband with the batterers intervention and you mm-hmm. with the women and this housing Wow I'm, I'm a fan can oh. you tell? <laughs>
0: yes. Thank you for being my fan. Thank yeah.
3: For being our fan. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, you know, bringing all of that up. And and you know what? We just realized that our our mission is to support families in crises. Mm. Yes. And so that's both sides. The yes. the mm-hmm. male and the female. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't work with both sides then you're not gonna be able to support the families that are in crises. That's right. So that's that's our ultimate mission and of course the Lord has put it in our hearts to do that. The Lord put us together just for that purpose. Yes. yes.
2: Amen. Mm-hmm. And I you know it's so funny. I um you know I didn't grow up with my dad, I didn't grow up with my brothers And so I didn't know about men growing up, really. I just knew about some scary stuff, really, that was Mm -hmm. happening in my neighborhood or around my household, I mean, around my my community, but not that intimate, loving piece that I Mm -hmm. think so many of us need uh, visibility into. And now I have that in my marriage. And um, it's so powerful when you get to the family unit and and you minister to the man and to the woman. And to have a couple such as yourself and your husband that can go in and kind of, you know, do a two for one, so to speak. Mm and really uh get with uh with a, a unit mm-hmm. and and speak life into that unit yeah. and um and be cons- uh, you know have some real wisdom about parenting children mm-hmm. and um and about pursuing higher education and about being your, the hands and feet of Christ mm-hmm. it's just um it's very powerful and um and i'm i'm experiencing it right now in my marriage and, uh, it's amazing to me because, you know, I thought I was, uh, doing some big things alone, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, when, when you're fortified mm-hmm. that way, it really, uh, it really does help. And, uh, um, and you're able to, uh, you know, really tear down walls that w- were not, uh, penetratable before, or right. were very hard to penetrate, I should yes. say. Um, so tell me. How did you? So, so you, you and your husband have been married for how many? Years? 28 twenty eight years. years. He just made twenty eight, right? Yes, August 27th. Yeah, yeah yes. he was he was bragging about that. <laughs> just bragging, you know. And, and so, so twenty eight years, and he explained that he came into this um, because one of the your uh, congregants uh, had a uh, incident of battery or some domestic violence situation had to go into classes, and he was the accountability partner for that person. Mm. And so he um, sat through the classes and said, and and he had such great commentary mm-hmm. that they said, you should be a facilitator. And there you have about 15 years ago. Yes, Do you have a similar experience? Well,
3: um, well, I'll have to go back to the reason why I do what I do is because I was raised in a family with domestic violence. Yeah. My mom and dad, I would wake up to fights in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And so that truly impacted my life, uh, from uh, age of eight, all the way up into adulthood. I didn't understand, you know, some of the things about my me. I I became a a, a young girl with no sense of worth or value. Did not understand why I did not function in school well. I did not understand relationships and how to get in into healthy uh, uh, partner relationships. And so at an early age of uh, 18, I, I met a, a guy that was eight years older than me. Basically, we got married. Uh, it was an abusive relationship. It was not a physical abusive relationship because my dad let the guy know, <laughs> don't you put your hands on her. But it's OK to verbally and psychologically and emotionally abuse her, right. which, mm-hmm. you know, of course, mm-hmm. he didn't use that term. Mm-hmm. But I got into a relationship that was not good for me. I forsaked all my family. I forsake my faith that I grew up on. My mother did raise us in the church of God and Christ. And, you know, so we have those values. However, I didn't understand myself as a woman as, as a, a person that can succeed in her life and really make a difference in, in this life. So I began my journey of, of self-reflection and, and under, trying to understand why I do what I do. I went went to uh, a, a therapist. She kind of opened up some doors as far as I had abandonment issues mm-hmm. as, and low self-esteem. And I started to... F- view back that when my dad left the home we were vulnerable we weren't protected I was worth nothing and so I was stupid I could not learn I didn't do well in school all of that All because of my first experiences of what a family is supposed to be, what a relationship is supposed to be. That affected my life. So once the light bulb came on and I was able to figure all of that out, then I began to start working out my own stuff and getting stronger in that. And I vowed, I made a commitment to myself that I'm going to help every woman that I can to see who she is, her value, and to encourage her that she can then make a difference in this life and and be a woman of purpose. So that is in a nutshell of who I am and why I do what I do. A Amen. woman of purpose. And look at you
2: now. Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. Praise God. Yes. Only
3: through God and allow he allowed me to to just show to show me myself. Yes. Of course, I'm beautifully, wonderfully made. Yes. But I didn't believe that right until I really found out the truth hmm. about who I am in Him, mm-hmm. and that helped me to then explore all of the things, all of what He's put in me, how He wired me.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So I see here, you said that you empower women to uh, by guiding them to uh, through a process of identifying how they're wired. And that is an acronym. It stands for working inside, realistically erasing doubt.
3: That's and that it says it right there. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because so many of us women and our experiences that that we've been exposed to as a young girl. We bring it into adulthood. Mm -hmm. We don't understand all of the doubts that's in us that blocks us from moving forward into our
2: purpose. So we're going to come back and we're going to drill down on that a little bit more. And we're just so grateful to have you here, Dr. Yancey. Appreciate all of that you're doing. We'll learn more from Dr. Yancey when we come back. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio, the Mm broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight. Against human trafficking,
2: and welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We're in the studio today with Dr. Jackie Yancey, who is the uh, executive director of New Creation Home Ministries, and uh, a variety, does a variety of other things in the community. We're actually going to be talking here in this segment about her home and and specifically the. um uh, teenage moms that she is ministering to uh, in her home and and one of the things uh, I just wanted to uh, call out that this month is a national domestic violence awareness month um, in October and we have been doing a a, a lot of work uh, to bring in people that are making a difference in that regard and also uh, we had a uh, an event uh, last uh, last week and it was a workshop uh, which uh, we call the safe workshop it was the one the First of many. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, it was really awesome because there were so many people that came. We had about 30 people out, um, which I think yeah. was a good start. And um, there were so many people that were aware of domestic violence, but not Clear on the intertwining of domestic violence with human trafficking, mm-hmm. and how a, uh, a human trafficking relationship often starts as a domestic violence relationship, and the um, the behaviors that um, you'll see in an exploitative uh, an exploiter. And a domestic violence batterer, if you will are are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some differences in terms of the level of trauma that a person experiences in being sold because once you 've been productized, that does another that's another layer. But one thing that came out to me, uh, which, uh, Dahlia Shonian, um, who was one of our, our speakers from, um, Allstate, she's one of the brokers that we partnered with, um, for this event. She said, uh, she shared with us that one in every three women Uh, will experience domestic violence in their lifetime, one in every three women. And she said the number one form of abuse that a domestic violence survivor, which would also be a human trafficking survivor, would experience is financial abuse. Mm -hmm. I -hmm. thought that was very interesting because people often say, why don't you leave? Mm. Why don't you get out? And um and, and it's really uh, uh, complicated. There's some psychological, mental, you know, mental um, health reasons um, with trauma bonding and whatnot. But also the financial abuse, the means to get out. Um, so t- you are providing housing for um, teenage moms, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Tell us how you got started in that. And do you see? uh instances where your 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 moms are coming out of a domestic violence situation or a human trafficking situation or at risk for either of those uh those t- forms of abuse well uh, first
3: of all, how I got started—I've been with New Creation Home Industries for a year and over a year and a half now. And but the agency started back in 1998, and it was because of answering the call for these young women, these young teens that become pregnant and are homeless. They're sleeping in their cars. They're sleeping on a couch. They're sleeping on the streets. They're going to homeless shelters. But many times, homeless shelters will not take a pregnant mom. Mm -hmm. So that was the answer that we had to offer the support to this population of young women. Mm -hmm. Now, the majority of our women have experienced domestic violence, and majority of them it's because of a domestic violence situation where they end up homeless. Mm-hmm. Either they've had a home and domestics occurred, they're kicked out of their placement.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Or if they are depending on their batterer, when something happens and the police is called, well, then housing is gone. Mm-hmm. And also the families have now turned their backs on this person because they're with this batterer because they don't want them with the batter. So they say, well, we're not going to do anything else for you. We're not even talking to you anymore. So then they, they shut these young girls out. So they're out on the streets, they're homeless, and they're pregnant. Mm -hmm. And uh, many times a lot of them have uh, children as well and have become a a CPS case. Fifty six percent of these young women that become pregnant are become case have CPS cases Mm. against them, against them. Twenty one. If the children are removed, 21 percent of those children that are removed will go back home permanently. Mm. So Mm -hmm. that's saying majority of these children are now going to stay in foster care. And then that's another problem. That's you know? another problem. Mm-hmm. So the cycle when, continues, right? So domestic violence is one of the key issues why these men, women
2: become a homeless. Yeah, and you know, I, I got to tell you, uh, in in talking about you know, I, I showed a video. Uh, so Michelle Morgan was one of our speakers. She's a senior program manager for our houses and she sh- she shared about trauma bonding and about you know the power and control uh wheel and a variety of stages of, of change. stages of change yeah. and, and then we watched a video that drove it home visually and it showed a woman um who had been beaten and this woman had been beaten to a pulp i mean her bones were broken she was black and blue for mu- for over a month um and her um You know, when she um, was she had been away from her, her abuser for six months, he was in jail and she was pressing charges. And when he was taken before the court, which was in the UK, so it's a different court system, um, she felt love toward him. And she talked about how she, she cried. She wept because she 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 said his eyes met my eyes. And I knew that the the connection was still there, and I wished that I could just wipe it all away and go back to him and love be loved by him the way that we we did when we first met, which is pretty typical right right yeah right mm. that trauma bond mm-hmm. um And, and some of those manipulation tactics, Mm -hmm. we discussed it, you know, are are so prevalent. And so what do you do? You know, you have these young ladies, oftentimes the families uh, are sort of uh, ostracized, you know, pushing them out, doing some tough love, maybe even because they keep going back to this abusive person and this is part of them helping them to get real about (laughs) who they're with. How do you, how do you balance that? Well,
3: Counseling with victims of domestic violence. I first start off with uh, what what is domestic violence, and domestic violence is uh, patterns of abusive behaviors that one exercises power and control over the other, and they use financial, emotional, psychological. I'll explain that, and I'll explain the effects of uh, domestic violence. On children, and then I go into the cycle of violence. And when I talk about the cycle of violence, I talk about the first phase, which is the honeymoon phase. Mm -hmm. And in that phase, that's when that young woman will make that covenant with that guy. And what I mean by that, they're enjoying themselves with 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 the the guy. They're the guy is saying no one ever understands me my family abandoned me now remember the batter has his own stuff as well so he's now depending on this woman this young girl to meet his needs mm-hmm. and so what happens is she makes this covenant with him and she she says i'm never going to leave you i'm going to love you i'm going to be that one i'm going to be your savior Hmm. And they're not doing it intentionally, it's just subconsciously. And so they get so connected in that and they're having a good time. He's being good to her. Then he gets into the phase two, which is the attention building. They're nervous going home. They're, the, you know, every, it's tension. He's he's picking on her, and, and then it gets to the explosion, and that's when the incident happens. And not necessarily it has to be physical, but it can be emotional, a more explosion in, in the area of psychology. You're nobody and just really put-downs and things like that. And so now she's just all upset, but she doesn't want the— she want to go back to the honeymoon. honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what's connecting her to stay in that relationship. Oh, he just got to get, we're going to get through this. This is just not him. I, I'm going to do everything I can to make him get back to that first phase.
2: Yes. And it's just
3: a cycle. But the thing is, they don't really understand that they made that internal connection mm-hmm. and, and covenant mm-hmm. with that man. And when I say covenant, they're promising and they're committing to him that I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be there no matter what. I'm not like everybody else.
2: Yes, yes, and and I've seen it time and time again. And I, I myself have have made that covenant uh, as being a survivor of domestic violence myself. And and it, it's a very strong bond that mm-hmm. you you have uh and um and when we come back we'll talk some more about that covenant and 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 you know my husband would call it a soul tie uh but you know how do we come out of that uh, I, I just want to uh mention if there's anyone listening today that is uh believes that they may be uh needing some help with the domestic violence situation uh you can contact the national domestic violence hotline at 1-800-799-7233 and also if you are someone who wants to come out of a, a trafficking, an exploitative situation, you can call the National National Human Trafficking Hotline, which is 888 And we are so grateful for your uh, listening and, and sort of uh, diving on in to this topic with us uh, over the month of October, where there's more to come in the next segment. And thank you for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
2: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We are in the studio today with Dr. Jackie Yancey, and she is the CEO of New Creation Home Ministries. Um, I'm just giving you all kinds of titles. CEO, executive director, founder, (laughs) too, right? (laughs) Or co-founder with Lisa. Is that right? No.
3: No, I'm not the founder of New Creation Home Ministries. I've only been there a year and a half.
2: Okay. But the founder, her name is... Pam Chavez. Pam. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, I'm sorry. I'm just giving you all kinds <laughs> of titles. She's doing it all. Sorry, Pam. <laughs> all right. Well, I wanted to share a little something, just kind of digging into, you know, what does it feel like? What does it look like? I always think, you know, for me, uh, you know, we t- I, I'd learn better by knowing the specifics. And so, um, you know, recently we have been invited in by um, a principal, Carolyn, um, Oh my goodness, her last name is escaping me, but, uh, the principal of, uh, Burke Academy and Fruitvale Academy, which is a, uh, school in Hayward and in Oakland for teenage moms. And, uh, she invited us in, um, as PROTECT. So PROTECT is a acronym that stands for Prevention Organized to Educate Children on Trafficking. It's a collaboration between three agencies, Love Never Fails, Three Strands Global, and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative that we're rolling out, um, Throughout the state of California, for every fifth, seventh, ninth, and eleventh grade student, and so she felt um, that it would be uh, great to have us in and uh, and deliver a prevention education program in her classrooms. Well, I started off there three weeks ago, and this is a pilot for Alameda County. Um, and and you know, please pray for us. We're we're actually talking with the Office of Education about uh, expanding. Uh, what we're doing. Uh, but, uh, you know, at this time, uh, just a pilot going on. And what's so awesome is uh, by the end of the third week, we had three ladies come forward. And and explain to us how they had been recruited for human trafficking. Uh, we had by the end of the second week, we had two uh, one woman leave her domestic violence relationship. Hey. Yay! Right? Yeah. And this is a classroom of twenty girls, and all of their babies are you know are they're being cared for on site, and they're lovely, wonderful young ladies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they just had to get a little bit comfortable mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. us first time. And you know how it mm-hmm, is. And the mm-hmm. second time it was, you know, OK, one of them has left the, their abuser uh, third time. They gave us specific details of how they were recruited. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, fortunate for all three, they didn't they didn't proceed. But one was, you know, one it told a story of meeting a guy who had a nice car, older gentleman um, and I don't even know if I want to call him a gentleman, but older man um, mm-hmm. who um, proceeded to take her to dinner after, you know, speaking with her for a while, proceeded to take her to dinner um, at Sizzler. And while they were at dinner at Sizzler, uh, began to, um, you know, ask her, mm-hmm. would you be willing to to do this? And she was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And so he didn't even take her home. He left her there at the restaurant. Hmm. Um the the next girl told a story of a friend who um who was uh, offering her drugs and they were kicking it for about a month you know smoking weed together then they started spo- you know popping zannies and 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 after a month's time gave her uh, these this these drugs that really inhibit uh, you know really really intoxicated her and said, we're going to go to a hotel room. I've got my boys coming over. They're going to watch out for us and we're going to make some money tonight. Mm -hmm. And she had this feeling come over her and started to hyperventilate. And he got scared thinking she was overdosing and kicked her out of his car. And the last one was an offer of a modeling job Mm -hmm. while she was working at a a fast food restaurant. And he approached her and said, hey, how would you like to make $15 an hour instead of minimum wage that you're making? She's like, tell me more. He was filling her head and, you know, you're a model, you're beautiful, you know, um, you can come and model with me. And she just got a bad feeling about it and never followed up. And actually the week prior, we had a similar girl tell us something similar. She didn't follow up. Mm -hmm. So thank God they're not following up. Right. Even though they're highly vulnerable. Of course. And Um, now they're getting the education behind it. Right. And what's funny about it is they didn't know why they didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we talk about in our protect program that there's that inner voice Mm -hmm. that says, no, Mm -hmm. don't go. This is not good. Listen, listen to it. Right. And they did. They Mm -hmm. all listened to it. Uh, But, you know, there are many others Mm -hmm. that that are not, Mm -hmm. you know, and and, and, you know, we took a pledge that Mm -hmm. we would not because one of them said I was just so stupid. Mm -hmm. For getting in that car. And I said, honey, Mm -hmm. let's take a pledge. Mm -hmm. We're going to stand here together and we're going to take a pledge that we're not going to call ourselves stupid anymore Mm
0: -hmm.
2: because we don't own the abuse that somebody has inflicted on us. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, it's good for us to have the information so we know the tactics. But if it happens, it's not because we're stupid. Mm -hmm. It's because we're vulnerable, Mm -hmm. but not because we're stupid. And then she was kind of, you know, everyone said, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I'm sure you're seeing this all over the place in the home.
3: Yes, we are seeing that. And and one tool that we use um, to assess our young girls of, you know, seeing where they are emotionally, mentally, spiritually, is the ACE, uh, where it's Advert Childhood Experiences uh, uh, Risk Model. And we use that because because of adverse childhood experiences, which is trauma. What that does is it affects their the way they they their uh, decision making skills, their neurological development, and when they're in a constant environment of high stress, toxic stress, it will affect the way they what decisions they make. Uh, it will affect their neurological development where they can't make decisions on the on the highest level. Also, along with the trauma that happens in the home, that learn experiences that they've learned in the home. So now you got all of that, and now they're trying to make decisions. You know that's good for them. A lot of times the decisions are because of a low self worth or low value, no value, mm-hmm. and so that that predator will he can pick that up in a minute mm-hmm. and know what what's going on with this yep. this person. I can I can probably victimize this person, and what he does is he gets to know her to see where the weaknesses are, mm-hmm. and then he pulls on that. Right. And so, because of their own self worth and low self worth or no worth at all, and self esteem and don't really know who they are, he plays on it, and uh, many times they'll go in that direction. And then we got to remember the honeymoon. They get connected to this guy, right. and they, that covenant is now set. Yep. Even though it's not, a, you know, a relationship that we talked about previously, this is still he's building this relationship, right. and he gets her connected through that covenant. Mm-hmm. And because he's this guy has taken uh, attention to her, and she's getting this attention, and he's giving, he's meeting that internal need. Then she goes in the direction she feels she's doing it for him to satisfy him, to, to, to show him I'm down for you. you. I'm right yep. there with you. Yep. And so it's before you covenant. know it, it's that covenant, that allegiance. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, before the covenant is the internal need, mm-hmm. that emptiness, that need to be shown that you, you are somebody worth mm-hmm. somebody, but they get the value from him and not internally.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, that value uh, that you need so very much oftentimes from your parents mm. and your community mm-hmm. that you didn't get. Somebody comes in and fills the void, don't they?
3: Right. And and now I, I teach parenting. Class. I even teach mm. parenting to one on ones with girls from uh, human trafficking they oh, they will mandate them to come to my one on one classes and it's about thirteen sessions and that's great and so what i what I try to do with them is to talk about their own self value mm. and you know them being moms now mm. and what you need to do for your child. You mm. need to speak into your child's life and tell your child. Mm who he or she is mm. and that is it starts from a baby learning their temperament mm-hmm. what type of temperament mm. they start learning and seeing what they like what mm. their strengths are and I'll, and and I tell them you got to tell your child who they are mm. so they can become healthy adults and know who they are by the time they're 18 and they're able to then go into their passion or their world so it, it starts early in a child's life of us parents telling our children who they are Hmm. Yeah, it's so funny.
2: I used to. So when I pray over my my daughter at night, my prayer used to be uh, protection mostly because I was kind of I think I was I was kind of praying in fear, Mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. And, And Tim sort of stopped me in my tracks with that. He said, you need to stop doing that. Um, because we, we're not, we're not given a spirit of fear, you mm-hmm. know. And, right. and so he said, start to declare things over her at night when you pray. Mm-hmm. Um, begin mm-hmm. to, um, you know, say, Lord, reveal mm-hmm. who you are in Natasha's life mm-hmm. and who she is in you and empower her to walk forward mm-hmm. in her gifts mm-hmm. and speak life over her. Um, and I'm telling you, I was going protector, God, and, and camp angels. Like, you know, you know, she's like looking up at me, Mom, you okay? You I
1: mean, that's
2: just, but you know, this world is so crazy. Yeah. So, you know, you can get in that place real quick, especially mm-hmm. when you come from trauma and stress. Mm-hmm. Right, but we gotta speak life, yeah. I and love we gotta what you to said. tell them.
4: That's right. Not
3: only just pray over, but tell them who they are. Yeah, so they'll out. know who they are. Yeah. So when a perpetrator or whatever come at them. Oh, no. Uh,
4: That's uh,
3: right. No, No. they already know. They know
4: already because you've called it out. Right. Yes. You know, their destiny, their who God created them to be. Right. Yes. And tell them
3: the practical. I seen that you really like to work with your hands. Yes. So how what would you like to do to help build that and, Mm and and yes. all of that so we gotta tell them who they are
2: yeah mm. so, so we're gonna come back and it's actually something i really love vision casting love 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 doing it <laughs> sometimes too much but we're gonna come back we'll talk a little bit about that and uh well, thank you so much we're here today with uh, dr jackie yancey and we'll be right back with abolition radio
1: we'll be back with more abolition radio right after these messages Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking.
2: Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. If you are listening in today and uh, you're thinking, gosh, I want to get involved uh, with, uh, you know, what Love Never Fails is doing in the fight against domestic violence, in the fight against human trafficking, we want to encourage you to go to our website right now to loveneverfailsus.com. Get involved. Uh, There is a a page there that kind of references our events, which we're going to be talking about in just a moment. Um, But also just many different ways that um, you can educate yourself on the issue of human trafficking. And then, of course, you can um, uh, find out more about New Creation Home Ministries by going to your website. Yes, it's www.newcreationhome.org. That's awesome. So we, we, we we're we going to just continue with the last segment. And some of the things that, you know, as I mentioned, I really am uh, passionate. I, you know, the Lord has given me the ability to to see things in people, And sometimes I've learned I've matured in this space because I would I would see it and I would act as if it was already there. Mm -hmm. And I would treat people as if they you know, if I saw that you were an accomplished um, artist, Mm -hmm. I would just treat you as if you were already an accomplished artist but uh you know um when when we're learning about this in 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 our church right now and Tim is actually doing a a, set, a series on adding good character to your faith. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you can have these, these uh, things that are, you know, uh, appear to you, you know, like you said, you're good with your fingers and you're, you know, typing or administration. And those are gifts that, that are, are you become aware of, but, but there's good character mm-hmm. that has to be added mm-hmm. to the gift mm-hmm. in order to, for that, that the, the, the thing that God has planned for your life. To prosper you and not to harm you, to actually manifest. And so, it's the life skills, it's the discipline, it's the daily plotting away and aligning up with who God says you are. That I have found is 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 the piece that is so powerful. Not just seeing and speaking, but doing mm-hmm. the little things every day that line up with the vision. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so you you go in and you provide these classes and you speak life and then you also do life skills as well. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we do
3: life skills uh, at New Creation Home Ministries. We we have a case management model that help to set goals for our young moms mm-hmm. and it every 90 days. Well, every 30 days we will revisit their goals and help to build different skill levels in them, the parenting skills, the financial management skills, the the career development skills, the interpersonal skills. Those are the areas that we focus on, and we help to set goals to meet those those skill levels that they will need to become uh, self-sufficient. And so... Every thirty days, well, every week they miss, meet with the case manager. We got to make sure that they're on task. But every thirty days, we'll then will check to see where they are, and if we need to tweak their program to help them to get where they need, then we will do that. But our ultimate goal is that they get these skills, so we set those tools for life for mm-hmm. them on a on a weekly basis, thirty day basis, ninety day basis, and keep. Re, uh, revisiting those those uh, goals goal setting so they can meet their goals once they move out of our our program.
2: And how long can
3: someone stay in your the program? They can stay up to two years, but it's not it's not a definite. Oh, two years, you, you got to get go. out of here. Mm. If they're doing some things that is productive, you know, for their growth and 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 helpful for their family, we will let them stay. But. Uh, For the most part, it is two years. Mm -hmm. And we, of course, we want them to get some housing. We want them to to have a job. They want to have them to go into college. We just had one of our alumni that uh, left last year. She uh, stayed with us for four years. She was able to then get accepted in Cal State East Bay. She finished her Yes. Her AA degree, and then she transitioned yes. into Cal State East Bay. She's moved out. She has her own place. She has a job at the Hayward District uh, School District, make, mm. uh, working with special needs children. Because oh. one of what her, her child that was born in our her, our uh, organization is autistic, mm. and she wouldn't have known any of that if she, mm-hmm. if we didn't walk alongside her and say something's not right here we need to get this baby tested and of course it it, she was very scared we did a lot of hand holding we were we're still right beside her Mm -hmm. to help her with her child and now her child is a more high functioning autistic child but if it wasn't for our intervention and being with her 24 hours we we she wouldn't have she wouldn't able have known to do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't,
2: we had the same exact mm-hmm. scenario in our house. Mm-hmm. It's same. A young lady, love, love, loves her son, mm-hmm. but didn't know what was going on. And now he's fully diagnosed. He's mm-hmm. getting the speech therapy. He's getting the, you know, clinical care that he needs. And now she's living independently. Mm-hmm. She's actually a supervisor in our program of what we call a peer advocate. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so this is, this is just with. You know, 16, 18 months of of support and love Mm -hmm. um, that is is just, you know, you can change the life of a woman and her child uh, and keep them from being incarcerated, from being system involved, from being foster care. If you will just get in early with the right kind Mm -hmm. of care. And unfortunately our communities and all of the funding streams are very reactive and they, you know, Oh, well, is it system involved? Then I can help you. Is the person ever incarcerated? Then I can help. Love never fails gets a bunch of people that have not yet touched the system.
3: Yeah. That's prevention, you know, and, but unfortunately, uh, you know, those, um, those funders, are looking for you to to do these high numbers with folks that are in the system mm-hmm. but many times we try to catch them before they get into the system and help give them the what they need. We don't want them to become a CPS case. Right. So what we do is we reach out. We have another program that we have a parenting class every Tuesday night that's open to the community. Oh. So not only awesome. our mothers that live with us receive that that mm. every weekly uh Training. Yes. It, we open it to the community of the moms that's yes. in the community. And we have from 15. 15- to thirty moms that come every Tuesday, wow, with great. all their babies, that's great. And that's we amazing. feed them warm a warm meal first, and then we have a professional come in and teach them different skills. That's so great. It, we have to get it get with them early. We have to have prevention yes. to help them to not go a, down a different road. That's right. Because of their background, of course, they're going to go down a road of. You know, in uh, the criminal justice system or the CPS system or all of these systems that can stunt their growth and stunt the family or even uh, break up the family. Yes. So if we can get the word out before we become those cases, then we can really get them in going into a new direction. And yes. those of
4: us who are getting them before on the prevention and we still need funding. Yes. That's and, and
2: yes. that's the biggest challenge. Exactly. Is how do we justify uh you know the funding when there's a perception that there's no problem because right. people aren't taking the time to find the problem. Right. I mean, I can just show you I can just look at a person and I can tell this risk factor is there and that risk factor is there, but 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 funding isn't tied to risk factors. Right. Right. It's tied to you know is this person currently in our jail Right, and that should not be. Yes. And so really we, you know, this is one of the messages that I call on the church for because Mm -hmm. we say, we, you know, we need to be the hands and feet. We need to help the, the widows, the, you Mm -hmm. know, we need to help the the orphans, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and the stranger, which is the homeless person. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. And if we won't do it, right. If, if if we're not committed to it, we got to, we got to wonder, right we got to wonder where we're at. So, hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with some events that are going on in the community. Uh, Again, I want to take a moment to encourage people to support what you're doing, uh, Jackie. And so tell us again your website. It's
3: uh, www.newcreationhome.org, and it's New Creation Home Ministries. And we service uh, at-risk teen moms, pregnant and parenting moms from the ages of 13 to 24.
2: Okay, 13 to 24, that is an amazing resource, one that uh, we haven't been using enough because we've, we've received several referrals for people who need that kind of help, um, and we just can't thank you enough for all that you do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, we'll be right back, and thank you so much for listening to Abolition Radio.
1: We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight. Against human trafficking.
2: Once again, if you're in need of help and uh uh you you yourself or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence or human trafficking, call the domestic violence uh, uh hotline at one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three or the National Human Trafficking Hotline at eight 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 three seven three seven eight eight eight. And I wanted to tell you about a promotion that we're we're doing just to raise awareness. First off, um encourage you to go to our Facebook page, which is Love Never Fails. Uh you'll see a little I am logo there and uh, just like our page and you'll notice if you scroll down there's a nice little purple purse there. That purse has actually been given to us by Allstate uh, as part of their Purple Purse Foundation uh, awareness drive that they do in October. We are actually raffling off that purse. Um and to be entered to win that purse, we we welcome you to become one of the million ways that we uh, fight against human trafficking and actually Benita is going to take you through that in just a second, but first go ahead and and, and do that and then secondly, share uh, the numbers that I just shared with you. Uh, the domestic violence hotline, 800-799-7233 and the human trafficking hotline, which is 888 3737 888 And also um, go on to Dahlia Shonian's uh, Facebook page, which is listed there. She's the agent that came and, and did the presentation with us. And if, we, if you can satisfy all three of those things just by creating some awareness, your name will be Put into the raffle for that beautiful purse, um, and uh, I believe Carrie uh, actually created uh, Carrie Washington, Washington uh, created that purse. Um, it's one of a kind, um, or actually, I believe they produced about a hundred or so of them that they're giving out as a way to raise awareness about this it's very important issue. Yeah, yes,
4: for that campaign. So, uh, what else? What else is going on? Well, I want um, Doctor to mention her website again so that people will, are aware.
3: Okay, Dr. Yancey. Yes. And my website is www.newcreationhomeministries. Nope, I'm sorry. www.newcreationhome.org. It is New Creation Home Ministries.
4: Thank you so much. We want people to go there and definitely support. And on next week, do not forget it is not too late to register for the Northern California. Actually, I should say the Break Free Run in Oakland on the 5th at Lake Merritt. You can go to com slash races and join the Love Never Fails team. We need your help. Please join our team there. So
2: today um, we, of course, want to end our show, right, with a love offering. We want to make sure that you know that you
1: are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. And click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin. And this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free.
0: You're in the